0: A Mitch and Jeremy exclusive. Are you ready? On air. How you doing? Online. Do to have a your time. On your smart speaker and wherever you stream. The
1: Mitch LaFawn and Jeremy White Show. The
0: Mitch LaFon and Jeremy White Show. Tuesdays at noon.
1: Available wherever you stream.
0: Catch up on past interviews and episodes. On demand now.
1: Subscribe so you don't miss any of it our next guest is a part of the group that is featured on the HBO Max original series Peacemaker soundtrack, uh, alongside incredible artists like Y&T and The Choir Boys and Firehouse, and we're trying to catch up with as many of these incredible artists as we can. Welcome to the show, Nielsen from yeah. Wigwam. There he is.
2: There you go.
0: How One you doing? My favorite singers. I mean, uh, he, oh, he, like his it. voice is just incredible, so... Uh, Jeremy, go ahead with the first question. I know you want to talk about Peacemaker, so go for it. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, background stuff.
1: Well, look, I mean, the first time I, I saw Peacemaker was in the Suicide Squad movie, and then, you know, they announced his original series. So, I mean, the basically the first song you hear in the series is Wigwam, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. How, how did Wigwam end up in the show, and how did that whole thing happen?
2: Well, we received the mail like half a year ago or something, and... Um, and it was from, from an American company that wanted to check out some songs. Uh, Do you want to taste it? Was one of them. And in my dreams, you know, the come on, come on, come on, our biggest hit. Yeah. And we yeah. thought it was going to be used maybe for a commercial or something. But then we then we later discovered that it, they really wanted to use it for, for a series. They couldn't tell us what kind of uh series it would be used for and then later when we started to deal with deal with the company uh they told us about james gunn and peacemaker and everything
0: yeah
2: and um yeah and then we knew it was that that do you want to taste it was supposed to be used for the main title but we did not uh know how the main title the the opening sequence would would turn out right all came as a big surprise wow uh, what a nice surprise because now you know the streaming numbers you know people are streaming our our music from especially from the states right like hell yeah which is
1: fantastic
0: yep how how does that change the outlook for the band because in 2021 you do the reunion album you had been apart since 2014 Yep. does does this make it now a priority to get more wigwam music out and get back on tour or do you still go do the queen show and the ammunition and the other stuff or does this sort of refocus you and say okay it's gonna have to be wigwam time for the next little bit
2: yeah definitely because you know we when we decided to to do the wigwam comeback uh it had been uh you know requested for quite a while for many years and i've always told them no no way i'm not going back there (laughs) but then after some years we 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 got to you know become friends again we buried the hatchet and all that you know and um and um we were requested to do uh, a kind of a shock appearance in the eurovision song contest final in norway
1: Oh, wow
2: um, and that was what really brought us together because they really wanted us to go up there and do this shock appearance and we thought you know hey maybe we should write a new song uh and and perform that song with the, some of the classics and then we decided you know if we're going to do this why 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 don't we think about doing con- maybe a couple of festivals got in yeah. touch with a, a, a booking company an agent here in norway that you know it Like 15 minutes later, we were booked to the um, Tons of Rock in Norway. And they wanted to to, uh, promote Tons of Rock immediately. And, uh, you know, the Eurovision Song Contest thing didn't want us to go public with a comeback at all. So we we were put in a very hard situation because we we then needed to to, um, choose between, you know, should we do the Tons of Rock or the Eurovision Song Contest thing? We decided to go with tons of rock and you know whatever let's just play <laughs> and then <laughs> came mr corona himself and to control all the world and uh and so everything was just postponed and while we were sitting there we decided hey i mean we're so good friends now and how about trying to make write some more music and and it went so smoothly. I mean, with Tron and me, that we used to, you know, fight all the time. This time was like, wow, it 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 was so so nice to write music together again. That it ended up being an album. And when we were to to release the album last year, uh, the Corona situation was still pretty heavy. So yeah, I don't yeah. think. I think very. it was a very, very, kept a very secret, a big secret to the world. And and in Norway, I people hardly recognized us releasing new mus- music because, you know, no live dates, nothing happened. And so with this Peacemaker thing coming up, it was like sent from above I mean yeah thank you James Gunn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does so
0: let me just let quickly me talk about hand. that yeah, before b- before we get to the whole Peacemaker thing just mm-hmm. your whole history of the band now is about being Peacemaker because when you broke up there was a lot of baggage there was a lot of hate there was a lot of shit going on in the studio oh, they yeah. were replacing parts or doing all kinds of crazy stuff what yeah, it was, so there was there was weird stuff. So so talk about how your peacemaker part came together. I mean, is it just that you're older and just said, uh oh, you know, the hell with it, or is it a financial thing where you go, you know what,
2: we make more money together than apart, so come on. Oh, no, <laughs> it had nothing nothing to do with um with the money at all. It it uh, you know it all came together because you know let's face it, after working so hard together, traveling so much around the world be uh, having that you know that that history together I thought it was kind of sad uh I mean not to have any contact and for us to to yeah, be like enemies kind of yeah, like strangers huh. strangers yeah That's so like I started bizarre, like working some of the concerts I mean Tron, the guitar player had had mm-hmm. some concerts I went to them and I stood in the back. And, but at one concert, he discovered me. And so one of the crew members came to me and said, You know, you are invited backstage. I went backstage and we were like, kind of, kind of weird. A little awkward. Huh? Again. Yeah. yeah I mean, I but we, we had to sit down and I had a couple of beers and started to talk about the good old times. And, and then we started to be, become friends again and, you know, meet each other for a cup of coffee. So it had nothing to do with, with uh with our career you know mm. um it all had it was just know, all a personal camaraderie was again so we started to to become friends and i knew when we started to be- become friends again that there was some requests for us to get back together i hadn't even thought about it but then it started to feel so good and so sincere that I thought, you know, maybe I should mention it to the guys, you know, we've been asked maybe to do a show or something, you know, would that be cool? I mean, not to, to get back together again for real, but just to maybe right, do. one do couple off, maybe to...
1: Yeah. Like a couple of one-off shows and
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, after a while we, you know, everything feels so natural again. And so now why not? And yeah. then now we are looking on, you know, dates, we just been confirmed for the contract now with um Monsters of Rock next year the cruise that's huge that's cool great crew crew. uh, it is from what I've heard they actually tried to get us on on the boat now in February but it was a little too too short notice yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So everything has come together, and let me tell you one thing. I was asked by by uh, Billboard magazine. You know, have you noticed any difference between you know before and after the Peacemaker premiere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> i tell telling you, no. Know, uh, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> three, three days before the the, the the Peacemaker premiere, our Norwegian agent decided to drop us. What? Yeah. (laughs) And they knew about, they actually, they knew about the Peacemaker thing, but they didn't think it would make such an impact. So we only discovered it ourselves because we were, you know, kind of, you know, on their backs saying, you know, can you book some more shows, you know, like eager to get out and play. And they felt like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not that, you know, big an interest in the band and, you know, uh, don't push us. You know, yeah, we're not pushing. We're just asking. Uh, can we? Could we book a couple of gigs yeah, ourselves? We just, just want to go out this Yep. Me. And then, you know, some days ahead of the premiere, I discovered uh, <laughs> that they had dropped us on their artist rooster. And I, I sent them a mail saying, you know, is this true? I mean, have you dropped us without even letting us know because we kind of wanted to play, I mean, yeah. we're a band. Every band wants to play. They didn't even give and you the so option. Just sign up and say whatever. We don't want to play, but we are booking agents. Uh, so, so they, yeah, they told us that they had dropped us and uh, wanted to, you know, um, you know, they, they didn't want to work with a band anymore because uh, you know they d- didn't know how to sell the band, and you know what? But, uh, but then once uh, peace, you know, comes oh, out, oh, what about up? the peace maker thing? Yeah. yeah yeah do they come crawling <laughs> back to you like oh
1: we kind of made a mistake and then everything
2: then everything exploded and we're like in the middle of a storm i mean there were interviews every five seconds that we're calling from and broadcasting wow it's fucking crazy you know and, <laughs> and, and i had to call a friend of mine in madrid a guy named france francesco uh, who runs a big agency there i mean man can you help us out <laughs> we need someone to book the band Oh yeah, yeah, man! And a couple of other friends that you know uh, (laughs) helped us out in the meantime while trying to find find a proper you know solution, a long term solution. So only today we just uh, just uh, signed with with a big agency called uh, All Things Live and uh, uh, new management and uh, and we still have the other guys on board working like hell. It's like American dates and. Your American dates, That's finally! Awesome. Wow, we're while. gonna get
1: we'll get you over here.
2: Yes, eh? we're coming over. See,
0: yeah, over when when, when the band was at its peak back in the early two thousands or mid two thousands, you never actually got to play here, did you? No,
2: the offers were too small. <laughs> you know, in <laughs> Norway, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I mean, in Norway, uh, our fees were like very big, so uh, we went where the money was because we thought, you know, this right. is gonna last for the summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's take the money and go. <laughs> and Sweden so turned down Sweden Rock Festival. They weren't paying enough. We had a big offer, you know. Yeah, let's let's go for the money. This is probably you're not gonna last for more than than a half half a year. And we lost it and we, we regret uh, to this day. I mean that we didn't, you know. Uh, do more overseas and of course elsewhere we 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 75 percent of our gigs were in norway and we played like three gigs a day it was crazy days crazy here's, days.
1: here's a question i mean how does
2: james gunn discover wigwam and then end up using them in the show he's a he's a fan of that kind of music in our genre so uh it turns out he had been a fan for quite a quite a time and and he also he has also t- uh, told um told a journalist that he when he discovered us he thought we were an, were an 80s band oh. so he, when he later discovered that what that album was from 2010 yeah then he you know he got into some hmm. long-term fan that's so cool <laughs> You, got, cool. you gotta love that so let
0: me just quickly talk about that because the image of the band when you came out and the band's name i mean you're glam and and trond is team <laughs> you got flash. you got the was was that sort of to be a little bit like a steel panther or, or like were, were you taking yourself seriously was it just sort of be like we're gonna celebrate glam and make it sort of a fun <laughs> sort of kitsch thing yeah. or were you like this is serious this is our band and this is our image like was it for fun or was it like no this is this is the band and we're just
1: well, you know? Mitch, their name is Wigwam. They're named after a
2: tent. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, True. It was it was all like, uh, uh, you know, uh, irony band. You know, because we when we got this band together, let's face it, in ninety nine, two thousand, our kind of music it was passé. Nobody played rock and roll like that, and it was like uh, so outdated. Yeah. Thanks, and, Nirvana yeah and everything everything we, we did back then was like oh it has to be this and to not too much but bread bre- in your voice and you know i have to sing it like you know uh like uh, nirvana or uh, oasis or the fuck. you had to sing depressed yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but we have never been depressed so so we put together a jam band just for fun uh, and we were to play, you know, old, funny old classics, you know, our style of music, the good stuff, uh, every night, and we just had a great time doing that as a jam band. And then certainly someone wanted to book us for an eighties party, and back then I thought, you know, for for me I was too old anyway. I was like, I had passed thirty. I you know too too late for me to do anything. So I I started making kind of music tri- tribute shows, musical yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, hey, this this might be a new product that we can sell to you know the parties I was working for. Mm-hmm. And so I, I told the guys to to bring some you know old clothes from the eighties and you know this and that and whatnot. So. <laughs> We put together this image all by coincidence, wow. and we called it "Wigwam," the greatest show in the galaxy, and it went on like crazy. And then later, people started talk to talk about this band, and I thought, you know, this is pretty humorous. I, maybe I should, maybe I should make a story to go with this show. So I, I, I worked late every night and came up with some bizarre story that we actually were banned from from the USA. Uh, we released albums in the late '60s and the start of the '70s, but it r- really went downhill. and And we were drug addicts, and we uh, we had, you know, we were drowning. It's a in great gas- backstory. I'm already sold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantastic yeah.
2: backstory. Yeah, so so we emigrated to Norway, and and we took <laughs> we took Norwegian names. We infiltrated the Norway and, and Norwegian music industry, playing in yeah. different bands as Burnt. Auger, Tron, and Oystein. But then in 2000, we decided to to get back together again and have a comeback as a wigwam, and we took back our our uh, <laughs> born names: Glam, Teeny, Flash, and Sporty. And so um, you know, we had. I think that's the most believable part of all this. Your born name, is Glam. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was great fun. It was all for fun. But you know, after...
0: forget Sporty Spice. You got Sporty Wham. Oh. Yeah,
2: after a while playing this music and all the covers that we obviously had written ourselves our original material that was stolen from us in the early 60s like living on a prayer i was made for loving everything uh we we, we, we thought it was so fun and we started to i mean to get the urge for writing new songs our <laughs> own material as well so when we played our own songs like blessed tonight one of the first ones actually hard to be a rock Roll roller and stuff like that we mm-hmm. never we never uh introduced them as original songs it was just like the other songs so people who come to us after after the show asking you know that song hard to be a rock and roller by by kiss right <laughs> uh, ah we don't know you know we didn't want bon jovi, That's a bon jovi song. <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while we decided to release our first album 667 the neighbor of the beast and the rest is we story <laughs>
1: that's amazing that you sold them off as covers to make people yeah. think that they're like because honestly i mean they're so awesome authentic- I mean,
2: we just wanted to check out if people if people were you know as as uh high on them as on the uh, heavens on fire or other other cover songs and yeah. you know what we discovered we, we tried out different songs and we discovered that people were actually singing along to our songs as well mm-hmm. it, thinking you know believing these songs were like all thinking they were journey or songs. something okay, right? so that was a cool, cool cool gimmick But, you know then we re- released our first album 667 the neighbor of the beast and and we started to take it from there so but these days know. now we're we're glad we're, we're glad to just be ourselves you're glad to be on peacemaker yeah, yeah. hey I'm glad to be on peacemaker. I'm glad to be just Olga and not not live the life as Glam because that character almost killed me. You probably OD. He, he was drinking too
0: much and he was he was too nasty. Uh, we got to do an interview with you as Glam. That'll be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You 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 don't want that.
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious.
2: That'd be great. That's like
1: Steel Panther. They refuse I mean, to do interviews I mean,
2: out of character. <laughs> it will take you, uh, you know, uh, if you go to 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 as um, probably should not say this if you go to the youtube and you and you search for glam uh bbc kiev eurovision interview when i was mounting the hostess you see what the guy had to cope with (laughs) i mean that was you know a direct broadcast on bbc and i was licking uh the hostess legs from the toes up to the front (sighs) oh my God, that, that's what they're the banning you. Huh? Did they, Did end they up ban banning you? you? No, I'll tell you what, uh, I was invited the year after they flew me to London, all the way from Norway, to do an interview about that interview.
1: Wow, <laughs>
2: yeah, they wanted me to t- tell them more about when I mounted the hostess. <laughs>
1: This Saturday oh, on BBC, oh, we catch up it's, with it's, Glam
2: about his mountain It's situation. not my pride, proudest moment. I mean, we were we had we had we were partying as hell after you know the show. We made it to number nine, and we were drinking champagne. And I was in my spandex and everything, and then suddenly someone comes up to to our our, our backstage area, telling me, you know, you are wanted on a direct broadcast in the tent, BBC's tent. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. You know. Wow. <laughs> oh, they didn't know what they were up to. <laughs> uh,
0: you see what North like... America has been missing out on for the last 20 years? I mean, I was, come on. I was going to say, the
1: funny thing is that uh, if you go to the BBC Broadcasting House in Manchester, they actually have a teepee set up outside. So when okay. you went, I mean, it should have been a wigwam.
0: <laughs> yeah shoulda, shoulda. but it's just anyway listen we we need more wigwam in, in canada and north america some of us have discovered the band and have heard of the band but i'm glad that peacemaker is finally giving you that door to walk through
2: and just come and say oh, hey yeah. but are oh, we i mean we we, yeah. we we really appreciate this this shot i mean uh, who would have thought and uh and for us to see that people are now getting into the band and and uh S- starting to to stream the band and wanting to book the band and the interest is like building up yeah, For the dream come true because See, we, it- we thought this comeback might just disappear and then we will we be off to something else mm-hmm. and uh, and we w- we decided you know to actually work until like 2023 2024 before you know leaving the band and for good for good yeah Yeah. uh continuing with our other work uh but now let's see because it's it's so fun and it's it's good to to be back and we we work so good together now so Mm -hmm. we we write still write new songs today so we you don't know might be in another album soon Soon and if
0: you can open the North American Market that's a lot of money you can come get over here come come work I'd
1: I'd go to Vegas to see Wigwam playing at the House
2: of Blues and doing the songs I mean come on it's a, it's a fun night that would have been a dream come true for us I mean what we told our bookers is like you know don't get us wrong I mean uh we love this situation and we really want to go out and play, but not like we used to do before. We're not going right. to sit in a tour bus in 200 days a year, yeah. you know, work like hell. I mean, good let's face back. it. We're, we're not getting any younger. And now we, we just, we just want to, we, we want to appreciate, uh, what we do together and have a good time, play places. We haven't played. We want to travel to, to the U S do some American gigs, some festivals, uh, have a good good life. Yeah. And, right, right. Uh, well, we need we need HBO presents the
0: Peacemaker tour and throw you in Firehouse yeah, yeah, and Tiger Tales something. and let's go. Yeah,
2: be yeah awesome. that would have been
0: something. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, do we do we ask you the uh, the typical uh, Kiss question? Obviously, you covered Kiss on one of your albums. Um, is that a Paul Stanley guitar back there?
2: no that's a firebird
0: no, no that's a firebird i can't see it's, my eyes are, are yeah, squinty I but uh just quickly uh since you mentioned heaven's on fire you covered kiss before uh, talk to me a little bit about kiss because you've, you've gone out and done shows where you cover queen and you've done that but you've never done sort of the
2: the kiss full makeup tribute thing how come oh. Uh you know i've uh, never been into you know that kind of tribute shows uh, even when we when i do the the queen show uh i'm not doing that Trying to pretend I'm Freddie Mercury, I I, yeah. I I try to to do the songs personal, and I we put on quite a show. Uh, the only only sign of Freddie Mercury on these shows are actually um yeah I, I think I have a mask here so actually yeah. this yeah. one. Well, you know what? That's the cool thing about it though is the <laughs> yes. fact that you you're, you're
1: showing
0: it. Oh nice!
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Isn't it though? Fantastic. As you get to 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 Freddie Mercury, but you know yeah. then we do you know I. Uh, we we do the songs and we 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 make a, a spectacle out of it, you know, right. doing lots of lots of dancers and pyrotechnics and stuff like that. Well, well, let me quickly. Well, I was ask say, you about really the
0: spectacle cool. real quick because yeah. you're not just the singer. When you look at the credits of the Freddie Mercury show, your costume design, you've got other hats that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. to me about that because you you you're sort of you see the whole vision. You you don't just show up and sing. You're you do you're the all. guy that sort of yeah.
2: Yeah, I did, even designed all the spandexes that I used with Wigwam and all this <laughs> the stuff there, and I had someone to make it because I'm, I, I can't do can't that. So. No, no, no. But, uh, right. but you know to have to have a vision about how it's gonna look, and uh, you know, I see everything in like pictures. So uh, ever since I was a kid, I mean, I, I can, I hardly sleep at nights because because I I have all these you know. I miss how things were creative, mean,
0: you know. Yeah. Oh, the creative, yeah, yeah. I'm sure school wasn't for you. Sitting there doing math was probably not <laughs> your thing.
1: <laughs> but you know what? Hey, look. They they always say if you want something done right, do it yourself. And I mean, at the end of the day, hey, if you have a certain vision in your mind, I mean, if you if nobody else can pull it off but you, I mean, you're the best person to do but it.
0: I'll tell you what, though, that problem with having those visions is that you never get what's in your mind on paper no, or on, on so it just it drives you f- cra- right drives yeah. you crazy oh totally all so the I'm time a, i'm i'm a drawing and trying
2: to you know make people understand <laughs> and, what i'm and what's in I'm, here just never yeah. gets there yeah it's just oh, when yeah. we did the first queen show i i remember telling uh, my co-producer you know and then when we need to have this car and you know because we, we, we merged you know bicycle i wanted to merge bicycle and i'm in love with my car because i was coming out on a bicycle you know looking right. like a, a french yeah. tourist you know <laughs> the loaf and everything <laughs> and doing doing that song you know all right like to ride my bicycle you know and in the middle of that song we hear like and a guy one of the choir guys would come in in a car Ooh, you know <laughs> mm. i'm in love with my car and we would have this struggle between you know the cars you know the pollution side of it and the bicycle so I will I will sell him the idea of bicycling it's much better for you than driving a car and look here we have nude girls as well they were also bicycling (laughs) perfect yeah we had model girls coming out in in, uh, bikinis and so yeah 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 I convinced him you know to try it out and while doing the song, so he was bicycling. I stole the girls and the car. <laughs> Bye, nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Like it. laughs>
1: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> like to ride it where I like.
1: Goodbye. Yeah. I'm having the car and the girls. Bye. Has, has Brian May or Roger Taylor seen the Queen show?
2: <laughs> I think they've seen some on the YouTube or something. I mean, we are we are really lucky that they haven't you know pulled the plug because I think right. we let's face it, I think we have. I think we really have promoted um, Queen a lot in Norway because yep. we had a big. Well, the show's been running ten years. Oh yeah, more. We 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 had a premiere in two thousand seven, <sighs> and the guys told me they wanted a a, a, a a long break from Wigwam, and they didn't know when we were to get back together. Uh, that's pretty hard when that's your income. So I thought, you know, yeah, what to do? So I. Uh, I decided to to put my queen show to life, and it started uh, as you know t- two weekends sold out in like a quarter, and then we did two more weekends, and then later you know in 2021, next uh, 2022 is now yeah, 16 uh, so years, we, yeah, and now we're doing only like uh, uh, the big arena shows in Norway. Mm-hmm. Is a it, show where, a year. Where's the show get put on? Is it in Oslo or? last time we did it in oslo spectrum yeah Mm, next time we're going to do it in Trondheim spectrum it's like the like an eight eight nine thousand capacity
1: i've been to oslo one time it was absolutely beautiful the cool thing about oslo mitch is that at the the hard rock cafe in oslo they have alex van halen's original drum kit from van halen one on display
2: but your hard rock cafe oslo is no more it's gone right
0: it's gone yeah wow you know what they do with the hard rocks when they close them they they did this in montreal they threw everything in the dumpster
1: yeah no trash out yes yeah so who <laughs> knows where all know. that stuff is now
0: yeah it when they closed the one in montreal they put everything in the dumpster out back they didn't yeah. sell it off they didn't return it to okay. hard rock central they took a, the whatever the vinnie vincent guitar or what i think they had a, a gene simmons yeah. bass or a vinnie vincent guitar Right Gee, in the fucking trash.
1: In the trash, just like the boots and the chairs and the tables. You know, yep. you had So they probably did the same and thing in Oslo. In a bass, yeah. Jeez. Isn't that horror?
0: I know. That so that. So the next time you see that a that a Hard Rock is closing in any city, Oh, <laughs> wait outside. Wait oh, right outside. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <In> the backyard. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. Is that a guitar? Is that a guitar? <laughs> That's a guitar. Go go go. Is that Paul Stanley's <laughs> autograph? What? Yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> Mick Jagger's jacket, go get it!
1: <laughs> oh man, well, I right, listen. It was go. so great to meet you, uh, Wigwam. Of course, on the Peacemaker soundtrack, which is streaming now on HBO Max and Crave TV across Canada, uh, you catch the official Peacemaker official playlist on Spotify. that has been personally curated by James Gunn, and you got Wigwam on there. You got all the other incredible bands, and uh, maybe we'll see some new
2: music from Wigwam in, uh, in the next little while. Maybe. And don't forget, go visit wigwamofficial.com and book us for gigs in the USA.
1: Yes. Canada. There you go. Mitch, we'll go barbecue in the summer. We'll get, the, we'll get them to go oh. play.
0: Yeah, come on. Bring them over. Let's go. We need some wigwam. It's a, it's a fun time. It's a great fucking time. Great albums. <laughs> yeah.
2: Non-stop right. rock
0: and roll. Yeah, Making rock
2: go. and roll fun and uh, lively again. <laughs> <laughs> Make it fun again. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: All right, thanks a lot. This is so great to chat. We'll keep in touch. Mercy. My in. pleasure. Thank you for
0: having me. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye now. Always a pleasure. Bye. Cheers. An all-new episode of the Mitch LaFon and Jeremy White Show. Tuesday at noon. Available wherever you stream. Catch up on
1: past interviews, bonus content, and episodes on demand now. Visit
0: youtube.com slash Jeremy White Show. Follow Mitch and Jeremy on Twitter. Yeah,
2: they're verified at Mitch LaFon and at Jeremy White MTL.